Hello, I'm Cheryl, and this is Sleep Tight Relax, a calming bedtime podcast for the young and young at heart. It's time to get cozy in bed and listen to tonight's story. Our sleep story is about a girl who's going to try and find her father. Her father has been wrongly accused and sent to the north. Paulina is walking when she hears someone calling for help. She meets a man and helps him find his way to the woodcutter's cottage, where they rest. The next day, they get to the nearby village and see a beautiful sleigh there and take a ride in it to the city. When they get there, Paulina meets a young girl who wants to help her. Now, are you cozy? Are you in your comfortable place? Your place to relax or your favorite position in bed? You can take a moment to position your pillows, a teddy, or your other little comforts to make sure that everything feels as it should. Are you ready now to take a few deep belly breaths? Let's start relaxing by taking three deep belly breaths. Breathe in. Feel the air come in through your nose, filling your belly full of air. Now breathe out, just like you are letting out a slow sigh. Softly breathe in. And out. Let's do that again. Breathe in, filling your belly with air. And breathe out, slowly releasing the air. As you breathe, notice anything that might be a bit uncomfortable. Notice how your wiggly toes feel, how your legs feel, how your belly rises and gets bigger as you breathe in and gets smaller as you breathe out. Notice your arms and your head. Breathe in deeply, filling your body with air and relaxation. Breathe out slowly, expelling any tension. Perfect. You are already feeling more calm and relaxed. Let's continue with Paulina's Christmas. One day in a faraway land, there was a heavy snowstorm. The snow was deep on the ground, and in the forest, the branches of the trees bent under its weight. In this forest, a girl was struggling along. There was no path for her to follow, for the snow covered all the paths. The girl's name was Paulina. 
She was dressed in a long coat, and she wore a cap and mittens and boots. She kept traveling along, not a bit afraid, when suddenly she heard a call for help. Help! Help! The call came. Coming! Coming! She called back. She went in the direction of the voice and soon saw a man making his way toward her. He was not dressed as warmly as she was. Will you please direct me out of this forest, little one? He asked. You probably know the paths around here. No, I am a stranger here, Paulina answered. I live in a far-off village. That is, I did live there, but I am on my way to my father. Where is your father? asked the man. He is in a village in the north. They sent him there. But little one, said the stranger, that is not a good place for a child to go to, that frozen country where people are sent. Oh, yes, but my father is there, you know, said Paulina. Who is your father? the man asked. The girl was about to tell him when she noticed a look of interest on the stranger's face. So she said, Did you say that you had lost your way in the forest? Do you live far from here? Yes, very far. I am lost and am nearly falling down from hunger and cold. How far is it to the next village? They told me it was some miles on, said the girl, but I will take you back to the woodman's cottage where I spent the night. The woman there is a kind-hearted person, and I'm sure she will give you shelter. That is kind of you, little one, said the stranger, but you will be interfering with your own journey if you do that. I know that my father would want me to show you kindness, even though it does put me back some, Paulina said. You must have a good father to give you such training. Why was he sent to the north? The stranger asked her. Oh, my father had enemies who lied about him, and there was no chance given to my father to explain. So he was sent away to the north, and I am trying to find my way there. While they walked through the forest, the stranger told Paulina about his own little daughter, who was expecting him to spend Christmas with her. At last, they reached the woodman's hut. The woman greeted them kindly, and while Paulina went into another room to help her prepare the evening meal, the stranger was left warming himself by the fire and rocking the cradle. Once, Paulina thought she heard voices, as if the stranger were talking to someone. But when she went back, she found him alone, still warming his hands and rocking the cradle with his foot. That night, the stranger slept on the floor in front of the fire. There was no other place for him, but he was glad to be safe from the storm outside. Early in the morning, the two started out through the forest again. They must hurry if they were to reach the next village before darkness fell. The storm had passed over and the day was cold and clear. A beautiful winter's day. 
The girl and the stranger reached the village on the other side of the forest early in the afternoon. And there before them, they saw a beautiful sleigh drawn by four horses. There were four servants standing near. What a lovely sleigh, exclaimed Paulina. Yes, I wonder where they are going. I will ask them, the stranger said. He went nearer the men and spoke to them. We are driving to the city, they said. Why, that is where my daughter is. If I could only ride with you, I could spend Christmas with her. Tomorrow is Christmas Day, you know, and little one, you could spend Christmas with us too. Oh no, said Paulina, I could not take the time. I must hurry to meet my father. But it would be lovely if we could only ride in this beautiful sleigh. You could at least spend the night with us, and then we could send you on your way. Because you have been so kind to me, the man told her. The servants were willing to let them ride in the beautiful sleigh. And soon they were speeding over the snow toward the great city. Once the man took a scarf from a pocket on the side of the sleigh and threw it around his neck. Paulina frowned and promptly placed it back in the pocket. It isn't right for you to touch anything in the sleigh. It belongs to someone else, she said. The stranger laughed at her, but he did not take the scarf again. They sped on over the snow until, as darkness fell, they reached the city. Soon they entered a large courtyard, and the stranger walked in front of Paulina and led her into a narrow passageway and up a small winding stairway. Where are you taking me? asked Paulina. I am not sure I should follow you. The man laughed again. No, you can trust me. You will believe me when you see my little daughter. I trusted you in the forest. Now you trust me. He led her into a large room and they sat down upon a sofa. We will wait here until my daughter comes, he said. Soon the door opened and a beautiful little girl, about as large as Paulina, came toward them. She looked puzzled when she saw the rough-looking man with the girl. She went close to the stranger and looked into his face. It is my father, she cried, and threw her arms around his neck. But why are you dressed like that? Has there been an accident? And who is this little stranger? The man took her on his lap and told her how his sleigh had been overturned in the storm and how he had found his way to a nearby hut where they had given him dry clothes to put on, and how he had started out alone to find his way through the forest, and how he was nearly falling down with cold and hunger when this little girl had rescued him, and how, if it had not been for her, he would not have made it through the snow in the forest. 
He told her how little Paulina was on her way to the north to find her father, and how they went to the woodman's cottage where a servant had found him, and how he had planned for the sleigh to meet them on the other side of the forest. Oh, Paulina interrupted him. Then there was somebody talking with you when we were preparing the evening meal. Yes, and everything came out just as I had planned. And do you know, little daughter, this Paulina would not let me put my own scarf around my neck. She thought that I was a thief. She is an honest little girl, but she will not tell me her name. She doesn't trust me. But why should I trust you when you will not tell me who you are or anything about yourself, Paulina asked. Do trust my father, Paulina. I'm sure he can help you. He will tell you who he is soon, I know, the beautiful little girl said. Yes, little one, the stranger said. I know someone who could speak to the king about your father, and perhaps he could be returned. Please tell me your name, and then before you go away, I will answer any questions about myself you may ask me. Do tell my father, Paulina, the little girl urged. Paulina threw her arms around the stranger's knee. Oh, if you could only get the king to return him, my father is Victor Baldwin. The stranger frowned, and then he whispered, There must be some mistake. He must be a good man to have such an honest little daughter. Then he said to Paulina, do you believe now that I am an honest man, since you have seen my daughter? Oh yes, indeed I do. You couldn't help being good and honest. She is so beautiful. I think her face is like what a queen's should be, Paulina answered eagerly. The stranger and his little daughter smiled, and the man said, Well, I believe that your father is an honest man since I have seen you, and I can tell you now, I know he will be returned. Tell her, father, tell the little Paulina who you are, his daughter whispered. Until your father returns to you, little one, you must stay here, and we will take care of you, for I am the king. Just then the bells began ringing and voices outside began singing, for it was the beginning of Christmas morning. And Paulina said, this is the happiest Christmas morning I have ever known. And that's the end of our story. Good night, sleep tight. <laughs>